Welcome to the Rosie on the House Arizona Hour. Driven by Sanderson Ford. Your weekend wake-up tradition. It's Rosie, Rose, Rose, Rose. Join us. You're just in time for the Hootenanny. Just in time for the Hootenanny. It's the 64th anniversary Hootenanny sale out at Sanderson Ford on 51st Avenue, just south of Glendale. And we've got some live Hootenannies going on. Rosie on the house. By hearing that, you wouldn't think that that's being played by two people that's combined ages less than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I think we do this every week. This is so fun. What a great day. Who have you found here, babe? This, you know, everybody's been looking for wildflowers this spring. We have yeah. the ultimate, spectacular Arizona wildflower band with us this morning from Casa Grande, and they're here to, to play throughout the morning. And if you're coming out to Sanderson for the Hootenanny, you can actually see them play. We've got a little stage out here Max is set up and little hay bales to sit on, and they're going to entertain at 11 and at 1. I think it's 11 to 1. Oh, 11 to 1? What is your understanding? <laughs> yes. 11 to 1? Okay, yep. 11 to 1. All right. So it's a, it's a family of four girls? Actually, a family of seven. Seven. Yeah. And but we have four of the girls here to play with us today, and we're going to get to know them here in a little bit. Oh, and it's Maddie, Rennell, Aspen here with us today. Uh-huh. And we have one in the car catching up on a little Z's. <laughs> Got to okay. get up early to perform. I was going to say you know? said four. I was like, I can count, and I only see three. <laughs> and Miss Tiffany. Yes. Thank hi. you for bringing the gang down. Well, thank you so much for having us. So how do you... How do you get everybody started? Maddie, how old are you? I'm 18. Maddie's 18. 18. So how long have you been playing the fiddle? About nine years. Nine years. How do you get a nine-year-old interested in a fiddle? Right? We're, we're going to tell the whole story here in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, I think Romy's got some things to start with. No, you don't? Okay. All right. So we're going to go with it. Well, first I wanted to talk to Tiffany. Okay. And then we're going to talk to... Uh, mom. Mom. Then we're going to talk to Maddie a little while and get both sides of the story. Okay, you know? good. As good, a homeschool good. mom, I always know there's always two sides to the story, right? Yeah. What, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, Definitely. Like, well, my famous line for my children is, I never even thought that. You know, they'll tell me things I said. I never even thought that. Yes. <laughs> that's so true. So, so let's get your side, Tiffany. Yes. So, so you're... At the time that music came into your home, what was going on? How many kids were there? And- yeah, so when we first started, uh, we just had the two oldest girls, Taylor and Madison, and we started them with piano. And then when Madison was nine, she started begging for violin lessons. So we gave in and got her a violin, and she started down the path of classical music originally. Wow. So yeah. how she started, did you have to make her practice? Or it was just something that she loved to do? She just loved it so much that we said, okay, we'll do it on a temporary basis and see if you love it. And three months in, we knew this was her passion. This is what she loved. And so she was taking lessons twice a week then. And then she just practiced all the time. She loved it. And then a few years into it, she was in orchestras and symphonies. And her classical teacher suggested a fiddle contest. And so that's how this 
whole crazy road started. So as Maddie's journey starting, mm-hmm. I always love seeing passions show up early. That's yes. so cool. Um, then the other kids were being born, coming along, exactly. and they just they wanted to do what Sister did? Yes, they did. So then we had, uh, each one would start violin lessons when they were about three and a half. And then Maddie got them all into fiddling. Once they f- hit their first fiddle contest, they were hooked on bluegrass. So what's the difference oh. between a violin and a fiddle? Right? Well, this is what my nine-year-old says. She has a little joke that she tells, and she says, a violin has strings and a fiddle has strings. <laughs> <laughs> Does it translate as far as playing, or do you have to take? It's the exact same thing. You just play your music differently. Oh. Yes. So they can play fiddle or violin because it's the same now, thing. fiddle contest. None of your girls have ever fiddle contest against the devil, right? That's right. No? Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I bet your soul. What's that, What's that song? Yeah. Devil went down to Georgia. De- yeah, yeah, devil yes. went down to Georgia. Uh-huh. Yes. I bet my soul. And so what's a day like at your house? I mean, everybody gets up and does their chores and then, right. then there's practice time? Yep. Yeah. They, practice, they have band practice every morning at 830 where they come together and practice for their shows. And then after that, we have schoolwork since we're homeschooling and we get all that done. And then it's just music all day, all day, every day. Wow. We're practicing wow. something. And I think one of the things that's really impressive is the girls don't just play the violin. They each play multiple instruments. They do. They play piano and mandolin, guitar, banjo, and some upright bass. Wow. Now, are you real musical? Did you? Yes. No. No? No. <laughs> it came wow. from the grandpas. Wow. <laughs> that's incredible. Now, those instruments you just mentioned, yes. I would guess the fiddle and the banjo are the hardest. I think so. Definitely. Those two. You, you nailed it. And once they can play the fiddle, they seem to pick up everything like um, mandolin and guitar. Those things weren't hard. But the banjo, you definitely have to work at. Yeah. It's a special little instrument. It is. <laughs> now, we have talked, you and I, several times, emailed yes. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I came across a piece of information uh, just about how accomplished the girls really are. I mean, they don't just play. Rosie and Romy, they have won awards. You want, so I'm going to name each girl, and you can tell me what they've won. Okay. okay. Let's start with the youngest. Okay. How about Aspen? Well, Aspen, she's seven years old, and she is currently uh, fourth in the nation on her fiddle. She placed fourth last summer um, in her small fly division. And where did you have to go to do that? It, to Weezer, Idaho. Weezer? Weezer, Weezer Idaho. It's near like Boise. A, it sounds like a nanny kind of place. <laughs> exactly. Wow. And she's also second in the state. Of Arizona, right behind her older sister Bree, who's first in the state. Wowza! Yeah. Okay, so so Bree then Brie, is nine. She's nine, and not only is she first in the state, but she's actually the small fry national champion. The oh current. my goodness! Yeah, so she won it last year in 2018, and then this year she'll go back because she won the Arizona state championship, and she will go for the junior juniors. I am so time. blown over. How about Rennell? Thank you. And then Rennell is actually the female entertainer of the year um, in the nationals, and she's also the four-time undefeated Arizona state champion for her age divisions. She's never, she's never come in anything but first the four years that she's been doing it. So and, that's exciting. And then Maddie, of course. And then Maddie. The one she's, who's blazing the way. Exactly. Blazing the trail. Teaching them, and she um, is. She won the accompanist division in Arizona State, which is guitar, backup instruments. And then she's also third in the nation with her uh, twin fiddle partner, who's also homeschooled. His name is Will, and they got third in the nation for twin fiddling last summer. Wow. 
Wow. Yes. And, and Maddie also teaches not only her siblings, she does, but other children as well or people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She has kids. She has her youngest student just turned four, and then she has adult women also. So she goes all the way through. She has about twenty-five students. So your whole life is shuffling. Yes, it does seem to be. Yes. Waiting. Right. <laughs> right. Any kind of performance yes. involves lots of waiting. That's so true. Yeah. So you, that means your kids are very patient. Hopefully, <laughs> we work on it. And very tenacious. We work in that way. So y'all will be playing here at Sanderson Ford yes. today for the Hoot Nanny sale. And uh, I know what the listeners are going to want to know is, are you available as a group for events? Yes. They play almost every weekend. They have events. They love it. They love to do events and shows and different wow. gigs. Yeah. How would someone get a hold of y'all? We have a Facebook page, the Arizona Wildflowers, and anyone can just contact us there. Our phone number is on there and they can private message. Yeah. And there's clips of your music on there as well. The, yes. they, can, they can see the, the girls perform. That's right. And when y'all perform in an event, it's four of the girls? Four of the girls okay. and their little four-year-old brother gets up there and does a little bit at the end. Okay. A, little bit yeah. of what? a little bit of singing, and he does a little bit of fiddle. At four. At four. You think so he'll that's always suit? fun. I think he will. Yeah, and yes. you don't know about the two-year-old yet. I don't know. <laughs> she walks around the house with her fiddle. <laughs> that's hilarious. So she tries. She tries to, to fit right in. Okay, how did we come up with the name? Oh, we were brainstorming in the car one day, and just let's they're getting this going. They were going to do a band contest in L.A., and they needed a name. That was last spring, and... The Arizona Wildflowers were born. Yeah. And they went and they placed third in L.A. And then they won um, the Ben Sandoval Memorial Band Contest in Arizona last fall. And they got to open for Michael Martin Murphy. <gasps> One of our favorites. Where? Yes. Up in Payson. Fantastic. Yes. yes. It was wonderful. They yeah. loved it. They loved him. It was a great show and it was a great experience. Very good. Well, why don't Maddie and Ronell? Grab a couple of instruments and step up to that microphone there. All right. And we'll have y'all play a little bit of, of what your favorite song is. And we've got three fiddles with strings. Strings. And one guitar. That's right. <laughs> all right. Wow. We have a mandolin, yeah. too, and all kinds of stuff. Oh, is that the, the last box down there? Yes, the, mandolin? the last box okay. is a mandolin. Yes. Yeah, our, our now that's that's something else we could talk about. The, all the difference between the string instruments, a guitar, a mandolin, a banjo, and all the all the different uh, features that you know what what distinguishes one from the next. Yes, that would be a great question for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know that the mandolin has eight strings, and you play it very similarly to the fiddle as far as um, how it's tuned. So it's not played the same, but it's easy to play because you don't use a bow on a mandolin, though. Right. But you've got eight strings as opposed to six on a guitar. Right. Got it. Exactly. And then the strings are tuned the same way as a fiddle. So that's why people have an easy time okay, switching girls. back and forth. Very All right, good. Here they are. Rosie threw you a little bit of a curve there. You ready? Yeah. Oh, we, had to, we, had to, we had to hear more of this live music. All right. All right, girls, take it away.
Driven by Sanderson Ford. Oh, firefighter, me, starts to raise us sleeping. Well, Red Wing's sweeping her heart away. True or false for our weekly Arizona State Parks tickets. Prior to his arrest, John Dillinger spent his last night of freedom in the Gadsden Hotel in Douglas, Arizona, before being apprehended in Tucson the following day. He reportedly left $100 and a Derringer pistol as a trip. If you think that's true, text T or TRUE to 411923 or F for FALSE to 411923. Between now and the end of this programming segment, we'll pick a random right winner and send you two passes to the Arizona State Parks. Good for any of Arizona's 35 state parks, including uh, the Reardon Mansion. You could get up to, you could come get a new Sanderson for today and be in Flagstaff for the cool weather, exploring the Reardon Ranch and by, uh, by noon, I bet. Maybe one. I just wanted to say with those true and false questions, do not try to guess the answer based on Rosie's, uh, Romy's intonation in his voice because he says true and false things equally. <laughs> you sound very convincing, whether it's true or false. So you got to do your homework and figure out the answer. So we are here with the Arizona Wildflowers Band this morning, all the way up from Casa Grande, visiting us at Sanderson Ford. They're going to be here all morning. So if you want to come out and listen to them, be here at 11. Pick yourself up at Sanderson Ford in the, while you're here. Or vice versa, come buy a car and stop and hang out and listen to music. So They've got haystacks out, out to, for sitting. They've got the stage right here on the north side of the showroom. And we'll look forward to great performance. But you've got the leader of the band That's pass right. the mom pa- pass yeah. mom <laughs> <laughs> mom does all the shuffling but Maddie, you're you're 18 now i am so you have a lot going on yeah you I really do. do you really do so let's go back to the beginning and we'll kind of work up to where you are now so so you're nine years old and where does this passion for violin come from um well i heard um one of our friends uh they they had a uh, family and um, one of the girls played violin, and she was in the Phoenix Symphony Everything, so she was very inspiring to me. I heard her, and I never wanted to play, had never thought about playing the violin before or anything besides piano. And then I heard her play, and she just, I just wanted to do it so bad that I was begging my parents to let me play. So I was eight, and I was begging them, begging them, and they said, okay, when you turn nine, you know, you can you can get a fiddle and and or a violin at the time. And you know that's really a parent's way of just blowing you off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, well, that's their test. Do you really mean it? Yeah. Parents have spent a lot of money if they want to Oh, yeah, when you're nine, right? we'll get that. Yeah, exactly. And, but I just wouldn't leave them alone, so they... So you won. And does that come... Does music come easy to you? Or you work really... I know you work really hard, but does it... Uh, it makes sense to you? Yeah, it you does. feel it? And um, yeah, I just... I feel it, and yeah. it's pretty... You know, there's a lot of hard things, but it, it comes pretty naturally. Yeah. So, so that's good. I have to work on, you know, making myself better at those things, but but naturally they come pretty easily. So. Well, and then you, you also have to, you, you're like the leader of the band yeah. itself. Yes. And, and you've taught your siblings, plus, you know, trying to play. I loved watching uh, you two play together. It was you and Rennell, right? Yes. Right. And just the way she watched you and knew when to come in, that takes yeah. a lot of time and practice. It does, and, and you have to watch each other if you don't. Mm-hmm. Then it's just going to fall apart. But so... So I've really worked with them on um, paying attention to to um, when other people are playing, just really make sure that they watch watch each other. So, 
And so going forward, you picked up more instruments, more siblings, and yes. this has just grown. Now you teach. Yes, and I do. Your mom told me you, you have big plans for graduating, and or you've graduated high school, right? Are you um, not not yet. Okay. Um, I'm graduating very soon. Uh huh. And um, so, you know, I'm gonna have. A, what's next for you? Um. Well, I got accepted into Arizona Christian University. Awesome. And. Um, got a music scholarship, so that's very exciting. So I'll be going there in the fall. It's exciting. And I don't think it's very surprising. <laughs> you do such a great job. Well, thank you. I I'm glad. I'm glad though. It's it was pretty exciting to hear the news. Definitely. But, so, so you'll be moving. Are you living at home still? Yeah, I'm gonna still live at home. They have a campus in Glendale that I'll be going oh, to. Okay. okay. But I'll just be commuting. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was gonna. That'd be a big transition from a family of nine people in the house. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I'm ready. I'm not ready to move out yet. Okay. Well, I'm sure they're not ready to part with you. <laughs> They'd lose a lot, wouldn't yeah. they? So well, thank you so much for getting up early, getting the gang going this morning. We're looking so forward to, to hearing more of your performance. Yes. Thank you. Broadcasting live out here at Sanderson Ford in the showroom. Uh, the stage is set up as you park. You'll have to make your way through a little, gauntlet of new Ford Ranger trucks that uh, I had not actually seen one in person before this morning. Good-looking little rig. Uh, I, I could see a lot of miles getting piled up on one of those with uh, with our name on it, that's for sure. Good-looking rigs. So the Rangers are out here, as well as the Mustangs, that blue Mustang on the showroom floor over there right there. It's just got Jennifer's name all over it. If if it was a convertible, you'd probably be driving home with it, that's for sure. <laughs> right, it has so, Jennifer's name on it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Thanks. I like how he does that, too. Well, <laughs> and ever since ever since my crash, they won't let me drive. I don't know that I'll ever get my F-150 back. <laughs> the Raptor. That's right. <laughs> you can hear it coming a block away. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. She, she drives like a little old lady from Pasadena. <laughs> and it is true. John Dillinger was uh, captured in Tucson. At Hotel Congress, where the night before he stayed at the Gadsden Hotel in Tucson, kind of a big ticket spender on his hotels there. It's the Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. Our Arizona staycation winner is actually on. On their staycation this weekend in Douglas, Arizona, staying at the Gadsden Inn. Douglas also had the first airplane in the state of Arizona in 1908. Douglas men formed an aeronautical club and built a glider for mail-order parts they had ordered. The glider was pulled uh, into air by two horses, and it wasn't until a year later that they were able to mount the motor on it and be first in flight in Arizona in 1909. Didn't I hear also that they would... Douglas had the first international airport. They did. In America, right? They did. It's amazing. We had a great uh, interview last week on trains. Uh, you can go to rosieonthehouse.com slash radio and download that podcast. A lot of people were asking about it. Uh, Dr. Dean joined us on air. There were some interesting uh, things that had come up this week afterwards. The True West magazine uh, had a book review on a book called The Edge of Anarchy, The Labor Wars in the rail industry from 100 years ago uh, was in, so that's, uh, you get your True West magazine and find that book in there and they're reviewing. Union Pacific suspended work in Brazos, Texas. It was the biggest uh, capital investment the company's made in 156 years of business. 
but in the middle of building it, decided they may switch the way they run the rail car, so they stopped. Construction right in the middle of it. Wow. <laughs> so you never, you never know how a topic is going to... Snowball. Snowball. <laughs> I can't believe the feedback we got on the train segment last week. <laughs> a lot of people really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're going to have to uh, have that a little bit more frequently. Well, because we got through a fraction of the information that they had prepared for us. And the first Saturday of every month in Williams this year, they're firing up the old locomotive at the at the Grand Canyon Railway in Williams, Arizona. You can go to, you just search, you know, Williams, Arizona steam. <laughs> well, the engineer will be here in June to, to talk about that. Perfect. But we've got... Uh, the star interview right now, Mr. Kimberly. Thanks for putting this all together for us. Oh, this is incredible. Uh, what you guys do is absolutely amazing. I'm so glad to be one of your partners. Uh, thank you for being here at Sanderson Ford. You know, uh, the other day I was listening uh, to you guys, and you talked about a friend of mine, uh, Paul Rovey. Oh, and, and I've had so many calls back. I've known him for years. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of an ag guy, you know, yeah, yeah. and uh, milk and sheep. And so he says, well, let me have you try some of our cheese. What a, what an amazing. What did you think about that? It was amazing. It was amazing. Nobody believes me. I said, you have to try this. Try this. It doesn't taste sheep no, the, at all. The yeah. no. kids were like, no, we're not trying that. Yeah. So I didn't say anything. I just put it in the food without mentioning yeah. it was. And yeah, didn't even know the difference. I don't know if I should bring that up this morning, yeah. but I've known him since yeah. I was in high school yeah. and knew the whole family and, and so on. Such and, a nice uh, guy. Oh, really he is a, just a joy a, to have in studio with yes, us. Yes, that was so neat. So you never know what you're going to learn on Rosie on the House. Or the Boy. connections. You know, we're all about connecting Arizona with Arizona people. Well, exactly. the, the Rovi Dairy, I think, is in their third or fourth generation of family ownership. Sanderson Ford. Tell us about Sanderson well, you Ford. Well, know, you know, this is really uh, exciting to have you here because we're going into our 64th anniversary. And, you know, I was I remember when I didn't even know anybody 64 years old. You know? <laughs> now I are one. So, anyway, it's really exciting because we started in May of 1955. And when Mr. Sanderson started this, it was uh, 25 employees, and now we have over over 400. Wow. So it's a tremendous growth, and so thankful for our relationship. It's all about relationships, our relationship, and also uh, the people that we serve. This dealership is dedicated to the employees and the customers they serve. And how long have y'all been at this location? Since 1963, I wow. believe. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, the the first the, the first car I had to buy for myself was off this lot, and it was a F100, uh, uh, straight six, three in the tree. Three on the tree. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you can find them today, they're they're a, a real premium. That's for sure. Well. That was a rock-solid little truck. We put a lot of camping miles on that truck. Oh, it's amazing. You know, again, we're so thankful for for our relationship and be able to, to uh, call you a friend. Uh, you know, the people that you touch and uh, uh, is just amazing because I hear about it all the time. And uh, uh, it's so good to see you here in our showroom after all the adversity you had. And uh, <laughs> you're just a, a miracle. 
And 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 your kids are involved to some dimension. Yes, we have uh, all our kind of dotted all over the place. They're dotted all over between here and Lincoln. Uh, all of them work here. Uh, six kids, sixteen grandchildren, and uh, now that uh, I'm, I'm married, you know, my wife passed away a few years ago. Got remarried. I'm uh, three and a half years into that. Now we have twenty-eight grandchildren. Oh. <laughs> now, do you buy gifts for all those kids? We buy. A gift at Christmas time for the whole family, because yeah, you'd have to start now. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're learning to be creative too, because <laughs> Rosie sends cards. That's his big deal. Everybody gets a card on their birthday, but then it's a family. Gift. Oh yes, on birthdays we yeah. start every month. Now, whose birthday is it this yeah, month? Right. There's always four or five. It seems. Yeah, there <laughs> is. There is. Well, we have enjoyed everything about our relationship with Sanderson Ford, but we especially appreciate y'all helping us with the Arizona staycation and Mr. Pratt putting the winners in a Ford vehicle and getting them out there on the road. What are some of the favorite Kimberly, Arizona family destinations? Well, I have to say, Rosie, for about, uh, you know, 40-plus years, I haul my livestock every year from Phoenix to Flagstaff. And not everybody knows that, but I'm kind of crazy that way. I'm kind of an ag, ag nut. You can tell by my <laughs> okay. I have a few okay. wounds along the way. But anyway, Flagstaff is one of my favorite places. And then going all over, so, this state is, is oh. beautiful in every way. But if, any, if you haven't been to Grand Falls, it's, ah. out, on, it's out on the reservation. He <laughs> Well, huh. Do you have a story about well, that? a little bit of a family feud. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> he's recovering. Ongoing. He's we're reco- right in the middle no, of it. No, he, he's recovering. It's, it's a pretty, it's a dirt road, and oh, I'm yes. not ready to take him on a dirt road yet. No, no, Sorry. no, no, no. I said someday, you know. <laughs> but he wanted to go this year because of the melt, and the pictures have been incredible. Oh, it looks like chocolate pudding coming it, off of there. It, we call it Chocolate Falls. Yeah. It's, it's second to Niagara Falls to me. That was a stretch, but but it's amazing. You go out on the reservation on this dirt road. And uh, all of a sudden, it opens up to the little Colorado, little Colorado. and it's just flowing. And, uh, you know, if you get too close to it, there's a little spray. You know, at, at the Niagara Falls, you get this spray, oh, and yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. Well, when you get finished, you're all dotted with little <laughs> red things all over your face from the Chocolate Falls. It's unbelievable. Grand Falls has been on my bucket list for a long time, and a part of my recovery was a little heart procedure. And Jennifer said... I'm not taking you on a 20-mile dirt road on a Navajo Indian reservation, 70 miles from the nearest hospital. I'm not ready for another helicopter. <laughs> right, sorry. No, no. Okay. All right. All right. Well, but we're gonna, but we are gonna get there this spring. That's for sure. Okay. You, you know, Rosie, what would really be neat since you mentioned helicopters, maybe we could range one of our partners yes. to just fly you over there. there you would that there be a go. good there thing? Go. Get the SRP helicopter to go take a ride. That's right. What did and you, what? Niagara Falls is 167 feet tall, where the Grand Falls is 184 feet tall. So it is actually taller than Niagara Seriously. Falls. Well, little known facts. Little known facts. We're all full of them, aren't we? <laughs> what do you drive out there when you go, when you go on your road trips? Do you take turns with everything? Or well, no, I heard something about know, a helicopter just now. No, no, not <laughs> me. Not me. I, but, you know, we have uh, uh, sometimes we we'll go out in a Tom car. We'll pull it out to My the favorite. edge and get on the Tom car because it's uh, it. 
there's no rollover on a, on a Tom Carr. I just thought I'd mention that. I've, yeah, I have actually kind of, mentioned that myself several times. Good, good. And uh, <laughs> But when you drive down that road, there's a little church as you go there uh, at Grand Falls, and then it, it, it's, it's not marked. You have to just drive and know where you're going. If you go too far, you get to the little Colorado River. So you got just about a half a mile before you get to the river, you turn to the left, and it opens up. There's picnic area, and... It's just beautiful. I don't know. You ask what I, you yeah. know, and I go every year besides the Grand Canyon. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, the Grand Canyon is one of my very favorite places. Never gets thing. old, does it? Never. Never. No, by the hour, it changes. It's a different place every minute you're there. Yes, yes. And I have a favorite place there with the Kolb Studios because yeah. the history of the Kolb brothers taking pictures and, and uh, doing everything that they did, it, it's just amazing. So... We have so many neat places. Uh, we could talk all day just on, uh, uh, yeah, look at he. Roman the, just, the cover of True West Magazine this week is the, uh, Roger Naylor's article on the Cole Brothers. <laughs> it, it, you know, and, and there's a new book out, and I'm not pushing it, but I'm going to get it because I had one years ago when they first wrote about them. But True West Magazine, isn't this the most amazing yeah, piece? Yeah, it is. It is. And, and then the, the picture on the front is uh, worth seeing. I won't spoil and, it for and, you. And the headline says it all, those knuckleheads. <laughs> knuckleheads of the Grand Canyon. They used to take pictures and then run down to uh, um, Indian, gardens. Indian Gardens to get the process water them. to process them. And go back up, and yeah. right when you finished your trip, they'd be ready for you at the top. You know, those guys must have been in great shape. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're not ready for oh, that either, Rosie. Oh. You or I either one. Oh, man. If they weren't when they started, they were by the time they were done. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Now, there's something else I wanted to ask you about. Uh, y'all had this great timeline that was in the paper about the 64 years of history, starting from May of 1955, and Parts Department opened in 74, and then you've got the museum in 97, and the Starliner Diner in 07. But what was missing on here that I actually found in the Glendale Star was y'all's dedication to mobility with your transit vehicles that opened in 2010. You know, I am so glad you mentioned that because... It's near and dear to my heart. Uh, for years, uh, we did. We start out with hand controls for those that needed mobility. You know, freedom of mobility is the most important thing that we have. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. right. You know, and so we we're able to serve people that need to get out. Sometimes the only until they get a vehicle or some way of getting around, they don't have mobility. And so what we do with all the controls, Abilitrax is where you can, uh, in the in the bigger units, you can you can put in wheelchairs or chairs, move them all around and lock them down so it's really safe. So we have a, a gosh, I've been doing this since uh, oh early, well early just out of high school. I graduated in '63, so just in case anybody wants to know, but. <laughs> But we've been doing that, and so I got into hand controls and then all the other amenities that you need, and uh, we work with a lot of organizations here uh, when there's some life-changing event and you need a mobility vehicle to get around, we're here for you, and we make sure that it's exactly the prescription that is given uh, for your needs. Wow. And the only dealership, according to the article, in the state that has on-site installs, installs for uh, you know making it wheelchair mobility accessible. Yes, that's right. It's uh, it's it's amazing. With you know the two things we have, we don't like to uh, uh, talk about 
too much of if, if you're in an accident or something. We also do Jordan uh, records. So in our shop, we have Jordan and we have our mobility, and uh, we're able to do anything you need. And, and it's a one-stop shop. It's really neat. And if you just look for a Ford vehicle. Or, oh, my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> we have a few of those around, too. It's, yeah. Those it's, new Rangers are good looking. It's 64 oh. years, and it's is it 64 acres? Yes, yeah, 65 acres, yeah, 64 65. years. Um, you know, it's just crazy. We had some people in from Ford yesterday from Detroit, and they said, could we see the dealership? And I said, well, we'll have to drive. And they said, oh, you're kidding, you know. So it took them to all the places, and yeah. they said, Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, you it's, know, a, it's a big campus. It's a big campus. <laughs> yeah. And it's all dedicated, like I say, to our employees that serve our customers. And uh, nothing's changed in 64 years. Mr. Dave Kimberly of Sanderson Ford. It's the Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. Our music today is being performed live by the Arizona Wildflowers family of musicians that when we started y'all can keep going that sounds good <laughs> but when we started the hour ago you were on the guitar and you were on the fiddle and you guys have like switched how many different instruments can you each play um i play at eight and when did you play four <gasps> eight and four now you're you play eight instruments and you're 18 and you play four instruments and you're nine ten ten sorry <laughs> I can't short you a year here. Do you guys know who Doug Kershaw is? Yes. So he played 22 <gasps> instruments by the time it was all said and done. Wow. And he actually uh, made a song called The Devil's Hand because, you know, you get down there in those swamps of southwest Louisiana, you got a couple people still in the voodoo, and they said there's no way that that's normal. He's possessed. He's, oh. he's got to be demon-possessed. <laughs> Nobody could play that fast. So he made a song, Devil's Hand, making fun of everybody that uh, – thought he was possessed of how, he, how he played so did you know did you know that uncle jr delivered doug kershaw no i didn't uh, and he and he never got paid <laughs> well according to his songs if you listen to it he, 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 they didn't have any money until after he oh, started playing they oh if you'd have seen gotta catch a big the fish whole for kershaw us to family <laughs> lived on a houseboat that was tied up to a cypress stump just below, not a bear's landing, Tepe's Landing, just below Tepe's Landing on uh, uh, the Mermintaw River. And, I mean, that he got a job at Tepe's sweeping the floor and filling the Coke machine uh, with ice-cold Cokes. And Mr. Tepe said, well, why don't you learn how to play the fiddle? And he learned it right there at Tepe's Landing. So, Humble beginnings. But, but Uncle J.R. delivered him and, it all, and his brother. And uh, never got paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have uh, a little Cajun heritage, and sometimes we just can't help coming around to it, especially when the Southwest Cajun Festival is going on today. You've got uh, plenty of time to come over here, get your Sanderson Ford, and one of the places you could go today to break it in is out in Chandler at the Southwest Cajun Festival. They've got a watermelon eating contest that starts at 4.15. The boudin eating contest at 4:45, oh, yeah. and then registered for it too, the crawfish, well. ah. <laughs> the crawfish eating contest at 5:15, and then if you're a wing eater, you can enter the wing eating contest at 5:30. I don't believe any one person has entered all four. Gary, make us proud, bud. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> then coming up on Tuesday, uh, if you're looking for something else to do and you enjoy the comedy of Red to Green, if you don't know him, uh, he's a man that can fix anything with duct tape, and he always uh, reminds us that if the women don't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy. He's performing <laughs> at the Orpheum Theater Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. There are still tickets available. You can go to boxofficeticket.com to schedule it. He's been... Uh, uh, the head of the Possum Lodge, and used to have a show on PBS for years. And oh, is it? It's just good, clean fun. The whole family can can enjoy. Harder and harder to find, but so he, worthwhile when you do. He invented one of the very. I think he invented the first self-guided lawnmower. <laughs> he did. So he stuck a pole in the <laughs> middle of the grass. I see it coming. <laughs> tied a tether to the lawnmower, started it, and then just let it go in circles all the way to the middle. And you ask him, well, how do you find the middle of the lawn? He's like, well, wherever the pole is, it'll be the middle when you're done. <laughs> so, well, how do you stop it when it's done? You, just, you only use as much gas as you need to he get the He sounds exceedingly done. lazy. He I don't know. Oh, then you can sign up for the Arizona Staycation at rosyonthehouse.com and win your Arizona Staycation. Our winners are at the Gatson Hotel this weekend. We- Ouch. Ouch. Sorry. Right. I didn't see the headphones on top of my massive stack of papers here. Uh, we draw drew a winner last week for the Catalina Staycation that's going on. So now we're drawing to enter to win your May staycation, which is a trip to Lake Havasu that you'll be going on in June. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good places to go. Rosieonthehouse.com slash staycation. And it all starts right here at Sanderson Ford. When you go on your staycation, you get to come pick out your vehicle of choice from the demo lot. You leave your vehicle here behind the security, and you just get a $250 gift card to cruise throughout Arizona. Now, we do pick a place for you to go, but, you know, if you say, I just want to drive, you can just drive. It's your weekend. You get to you get to do what you want with it. We like I said, we do try and have a huge lineup for you, uh, destination wise. But you know, somebody came back. You know, I, I felt like going to Hannigan's Meadow instead. Okay, <laughs> you get your goodie bag. We've got uh, Cactus Candy put together a great spread along with Arizona Highways, Arizona State Park passes, and Arizona, and Arizona Chimney Sweep always puts in this really cool little cooler with some chotskis and a water bottle and stuff. Just a great way to get out and explore Arizona at rosyonthehouse.com slash travelaz.